Hello, welcome to Thoughts on Thoughts, a podcast where you, our listeners, can become part of a conversation with us. We are three therapists who are going to talk about the good, the hard, and all the in-betweens of life. Come join us. So postpartum swimsuit shopping. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. <laughs> I oh. went into the into the fitting room with like 15 different sizes and different mm-hmm. swimsuits. And the lady, she wasn't a lady. She was a young girl. She was like a high schooler. Oh. She was just like looking at me and I was like, uh, it's my first time shopping since I had my baby and my body's different. So I don't know what size it is. <laughs> she was like, that's fine. But like, I felt have no I idea. Like, I was like, mm, you're going to have to put all of this back because <laughs> there was a lot. But good news. I did find a swimsuit in oh, Kevin. Nice. So. It's great. Yeah, it's nice. It's blue. Swimsuits and jean shopping are oh, the yeah. worst kinds of shopping read shopping for I, bras isn't funny there no 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 <laughs> shoes shoes are good oh I my gosh shoes. shoes are the best they're so good <laughs> they're so consistent you don't really change sizes yeah all righty welcome to thoughts on thoughts this is kj and taylor and jessica And today we are going to be talking about body image because it is a big thing. It's a big thing. It's a big thing in life that we all have to deal with, struggle with, work on, get better at. So today we're going to talk about some of the struggles that we've seen in our lives, what our clients have seen, and some things we think may help just kind of in that process of figuring it out for yourself. I mean, I'm sure this is a thing that has been going on since the dawn of time, but I think there are Mm -hmm. things in the world right now that cause this to kind of be maybe a bigger issue for people more than it has. Social media. (laughs) They did this study in Fiji. Basically, they studied a group of women in Fiji and kind of had them rate where they felt like their body image or body love was. And this was before Mm -hmm. Fiji had TVs in homes. And then several years later, when there were TVs in every household, they went back and they did the study again with those women. Then they found that many of the women now had eating disorders. After oh, whoa. Were, so not even like poor body image, yeah, but like actual like straight up disorder. anorexia, bulimia, um, body image issues from, well, they felt like it was from kind of comparing themselves to what they were seeing on television. Wasn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. That to me is just so it is crazy. crazy. You know, I have seen like a few celebrities in real life. Like my most famous celebrity setting was seeing. Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendez on their first date at Disneyland. It was amazing. Who they're now married and have kids. It's so cute. But their first day I was there. And I followed them. (laughs) 
Oh. <laughs> it was great. But I remember seeing Eva Mendez and thinking she was the thinnest, smallest person I had ever seen in real life. And I remember watching Hitch after I had seen her and being like, I'm watching Hitch and she doesn't even seem like crazy thin. Yeah. But like in real life, she was even thinner. And I was like, oh my gosh. But even, but it is funny how like your body is going to be your body no matter what. You can spend all of your time and energy trying to change it, Mm -hmm. or you can just embrace where it's at and -hmm. just try to get it to a healthy place so that you can do what you want to do with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Be functional and healthy and strong. Yeah. But if I try it all day long to look like Eva Mendez, it's not going to happen. Yeah. My body will never be like that. Yeah. But if I try to look like Jessica Miller, Mm-hmm. I think I can attain that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you can work on being a healthy version of you, body and mind, I think that's kind of the goal, right? It's getting our ourselves to a place where we can be accepting of our bodies. It's tough. I mean, I think it is a tough thing. And, you know, we're facing a world where we're constantly kind of bombarded by things looking incredibly exaggerated when you look Mm -hmm. at social media or you look on television and you look how people look and the brain naturally will be more attracted to things that are more exaggerated, right? Mm -hmm. So you could Mm -hmm. see somebody on TV that they're not completely dressed you know, in a very flattering way or have a ton of makeup on and the lighting's not great. Or you could see somebody who is posing a certain way with a ton of makeup on, in certain lighting, certain camera position, and that to our brain is more exaggerated. And then we think it is more attractive. Mm-hmm. Like we want more of that. Like I'm sure that Barbies, you know, 50 years ago did not look how they do today and proportions were not as exaggerated as they are today. But Mm -hmm. that just kind of becomes what our brain is used to seeing. And then we believe that that is what needs to be achieved by us. I mean, I think there's kind of this feeling that it's mostly a problem that women have, Mm -hmm. but it affects men as well. Mm -hmm. I think we just do it in different ways. Like I think women we bond over putting ourselves down. You know, we bond over quote unquote fat talk. When Mm -hmm. we get together, it's like we pick on ourselves and we say, oh my gosh, look at, look at how fat my arms are right now. Or Mm -hmm. look how my chin is right now. Or, you know, whatever it is, we just nitpick ourselves and whether that's for, we're seeking attention, we're seeking mm-hmm. validation, we're we're really insecure, we want someone to say, no, I mean, look at yeah. me, and I have this going on right now. Yes, it's it like is- from Mean Girls, where they're all standing in the mirror, and they're like, oh, my nail beds suck. Oh my gosh, I have such man shoulders. And then they oh, look yeah, at her like, expectantly. Yes, she's like, I have really bad breath in the morning. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah, why like- do we do that? It's not it's almost like it's not socially acceptable to be accepting of your body and it's quote oh, Yeah, can you lots. imagine? Yeah, if, if they like, oh, said like, like oh, I'm actually very happy because I think with women it's like we bond over it. Like we're mm-hmm. all commiserating together 
And then a lot of times guys are, you know, kind of teasing each other or, you know, it's, it's really interesting. I just like, why do we have to be that way? Mm -hmm. Why is Mm -hmm. that a thing that we do? What I wish we could do was be like, oh, I feel insecure about this. And then have a friend say, you know what? I feel insecure about stuff too. And then we build each other up and we're Mm -hmm. like, but let's not focus on that or whatever, you know? So you can feel like I'm not the only one who's insecure about my body. Yeah. But you know what? I'm insecure. But like, let's focus on all the things our body can do. I remember, Taylor, you talking about like doing yoga and you feeling so grateful for everything your body can do. And, like, I like that idea a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, body image should be how do I feel about my body, right? Not how do I look. Yes. And Mm -hmm. can my body do what I need it to do? No, it's true. And I know that, like, I don't I have a lot of – I have to remember, like KJ said, that men also struggle with this, too. Because my relationship with Logan, I mean, he's, like, in my opinion, looked and weighed the same since he was like 18, you know, like that man just like doesn't fluctuate. And I get really jealous because I'm just like, what the heck? Like you look good and all this stuff. But then when you talk to him, he's just like, it's it's not always like, oh, I've changed my appearance. It's, uh, for him, whenever we talk about it, it's how he feels about, about it. You know, he's like, yeah, like, yeah, I might look the same, but I'm just like feeling sluggish. I'm not feeling like I'm at my best. So I know I need to work out, you know, like, so it's not always yeah. like his body shape that's changing. And for women, at least women that are like making babies and in that stage, I mean, that is tough. Like the postpartum, like pregnancy, having kids and postpartum journey is gnarly. It's just so gnarly. Yeah. And I find that when I'm postpartum and I'm maybe not feeling where like where I want to be in terms of like feeling healthy and feeling strong and all that mm-hmm. stuff, I'll look at all these Instagrammers, right? Like these fitness Instagrammer people, which is like super healthy for me. And I like look at them and they're just like, oh, yeah, like I feel great about myself, but they all look amazing. So I'm like, mm-hmm. it's easy to say that you like feel and look so great when you look so great. Just the whole concept of you have to get your body back. Oh, what that is, is that not real. It, yeah. It's mm-hmm. just, no, you just have to continue helping your body heal from mm-hmm. a very traumatic yes. situation it just went through. Yes. And give yourself a break. Like, yeah. You aren't getting anything back. Your body is just adapting and changing mm-hmm. and you want to feel good. And so mm-hmm. maybe you're getting your body to a place where it's thriving and providing for your child. Like yeah. that to me is just insane that it's like, oh, I lost something and I the pressure of getting back to a certain gene size, getting back to pre-baby yeah. genes and, and all that kind of cultural pressure that people it's are. It's so putting. harmful. It's just so harmful, I feel like. When I was talking to my sister about this, she said something that was so insightful. We were driving in the car back from like a dinner or whatever. We were talking about like losing your baby weight. And she was like, you know what? However much your baby weighed when it was born, that's your baby weight. You lost it. It's gone. It's out of your body. You're holding it in your arms now. She was like, and then after that, that's you. Like, this is you. You don't have anything else to lose. You don't have anything else to tone or tighten up or worry about. Great. Yeah. yeah. Like that is your body now. 
Like, you're just, and it's so true, but yeah, that whole like, oh, I really want to bounce back or can't wait to get to my pre-baby body or whatever. It's just like, Mm -hmm. it's a journey. But I I think something that I've been trying to think about is like, okay, if I am in a place where I want to be healthier, right? Or Mm -hmm. I want to be stronger or want to be more functional in a different area. um, I think our motivation is what the conversation needs to be about there instead right. of like where I want, why, why do you want to be there? Like, so you have to ask yourself, why do I want to be 15 pounds lighter? Is that because I see all these other people that are 15 pounds lighter and they look like they're having a great life and I want to do that? Or is it because, you know, I want to look like this person or I feel like this person wants me skinnier or I feel like everyone will like me when I'm skinnier or maybe I'll like myself yeah. when I'm skinnier. Like, what is your motivation? Yeah, what is that reason underneath? And I think that you really want to have that perspective on your body. Like, Mm -hmm. is my body doing what I need it to do? Do I have the stamina to do the exercise that I want or to go out and run if I want to or whatever Mm -hmm. versus how does it look? Because I do like, I like that idea. Brene Brown talks a lot about being good enough, right? I am good enough. I am good enough. I'm good enough. I'm worthy of love as I am. And I love the idea of I'm good enough right now and I can be better in the future. Those are not mutually exclusive, right? But I have to accept where I am and be happy now because I can't put off happiness until my body is perfect. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. what do you lose in that in that time? You, right. know? you lose like, so much happiness for so, so long. Yeah. Right? So long. Yeah. And I think it's a battle for everybody. Everybody deals with it at some point. Mm -hmm. We need to get Mm -hmm. your mind to a healthier place and not let it just be, you know, I want to look a certain way because that's what I feel like Mm -hmm. I have to be in order to feel loved or accepted. It's more, let's get your mind to a place where you can love and accept yourself. I love in... Tina Fey's book, Bossy Pants. It's such a funny book, but she has two chapters right next to each other that are just like two pages each. And one pa- one chapter is called Once I Was Fat. And <laughs> she talks about how she would get like a milkshake at Burger King and then get fries at McDonald's and then get a taco at Taco Bell. You know, she would like go to all these places and she put on a lot of weight and nobody asked her out and she hated them for it. And then the next chapter is called Once I Was Skinny. She was like, I exercised all the time and I was always cold and I wore a sweater and people asked me out all the time and I hated them for it. <laughs> and I love that because it just so clearly shows that it is not about your size. It's not about what your body, how you perceive your body to either be fat or thin. It's just about how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you feel comfortable where you're at, then you're good. If you don't feel comfortable, then you kind of have to, I think, assess why not. Yeah. Like, is it because I really do like, okay, I really am slowing down. I need to lose weight because I really am in an unhealthy place. Or is it because I'm just trying to chase this ideal of perfection, which doesn't mm-hmm. exist. Mm-hmm. But no matter where you're at, just accept where you're at and try and be happy there. Yeah. And I think everybody has their thing that that they're insecure about, you know, like we've been talking about weight, but like there's, there's a lot of other things that people can not like about themselves. Like 
their like height your fingernails. or yeah or for me like <laughs> I love your fingernails I'm like yeah DJ just like agree so. yeah of course <laughs> like, yeah, your fingernails. I mean um, I think mean, that could be a thing yeah. yeah but like for me I've had acne for like 15 years like since I was a teenager and for me that's been like the thing that I just hate and that I like nitpick about myself and that I'm always so frustrated about and you know, it's gotten like to a place where I notice it, but other people don't. And mm-hmm. I'll like make it a thing. But I would just obsess about it to a point where I was just feeling so bad about it all the time that it was almost like I had to apologize for it when I was around people, like to make myself feel validated or okay with it. And I had this friend who I was living with and she was kind of doing the same thing. And so eventually we just kind of realized, like we had a moment of realization of like, we really need to stop doing this and making this such a thing because we're both so fixated on it. And that is a really healing practice to do because, you know, if you look at the mind-body connection, like we're always talking about changing our thoughts and you know, helping ourselves be healthy. But if we're constantly verbally and just internally saying mean things about our body, how do we expect our body to change? Because we're going to be feeling at some level that negativity and we're going to be internalizing it. And who's to say that that doesn't really affect what it's doing to us? Like whether that's causing you know, some anxiety or just constant negativity and feeling bad, like that could really be fueling us from being the healthiest version of ourself. Whether that Mm -hmm. looks like my acne clearing up or me losing some of that weight I want to or being motivated to work out more so that I can go run a mile straight without stopping. Like I think so much of that stuff is linked And what kind of society and life would we be able to lead if we didn't tear ourselves down and that wasn't something that we bonded over whenever we were with each other? Mm -hmm. Like, I think the world is starting to shift more in that direction. Like, there's a lot more body positivity and body love. Mm -hmm. We're shifting in that direction, but I think it starts first with the individual and us each making a commitment of, okay, next time I see my friends, I'm not going to talk poorly about myself to try to connect with them. And when somebody Mm -hmm. gives you a compliment, like this is the hardest thing. You just accept it. You say, thank you. And you're Mm -hmm. not allowed. This is a good, this is probably one of the good takeaways. But every time somebody's like, oh my gosh, like that looks so great. Or you look so good. Or man, check out those biceps. And you're like, thank you. Yeah. instead of being like oh girl you have no idea you know like oh i had such a hard night or my hair looks horrible or you know i can't stand my legs in these shorts you know it's like just thank you thank yeah. you so much and then try and like accept the comp like try and yes. feel good about it yeah it's okay to feel good about that mm-hmm. and why do we have to feel like we have to comment on what we're eating oh yeah like why do we feel like we have to justify <laughs> What we're eating or, oh my gosh, you know, I really shouldn't be eating this piece of pie. Like I've already, you know, why 
do we have to make it a thing when we're with mm-hmm. other people? Like, mm-hmm. just get... Can't we just, like, nourish our bodies and then be done with it? Get your or freaking like, food, talk about and- how yummy it is, and talk about other things. Like, don't be apologizing <laughs> yeah. for it the whole meal. Yeah, like, like the classic, do you want dessert? I shouldn't. Yeah. What? Why? What? You should. Why? You should. Just eat it. Like, if you want it, just eat it. It's insane yeah. to think about how different being a teenager would be if I had had no body insecurities. Like I wanted to work through them in college. So I worked really hard to get over it and just accept my body as it was. Mm-hmm. But I think back to being a teenager and I'm like, I spent all day, uh-huh. every day assuming that no one would ever like me. I would never have a boyfriend. My friends would reject me because I didn't look the way I wanted to look. And now I look back at my and you're like, and I'm like, you were fine. You're like, man, I was a rock in it, you know. I know. I'm like, I should like literally every day of my life just be grateful, especially now that we're like, we're not old by any means. Right? I'm not old, but Mm-mm. your body starts to decline, and every day you should be grateful for where it is because that's probably the best it's ever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just be grateful. Be like, oh, I'm still young. And when you're 85, you're still younger than you're going to be when you're 90. And so it's just like learning to be grateful for where you are and not dread the future because the future is going to happen to all of us. Our bodies are all going to change. It's just part of life. Embrace it as much as you can. Yeah. I think about this a lot when I think about Scout. And I mean, she's four and she's growing up and she's, you know, wearing different things and eating different things. And I just want so badly for her to love everything about herself, like in every stage. And then I recognized that that starts a lot with me. And so like as a mom, I'm trying to be really aware of my language with Scout, especially now because she picks up on everything. So when I put something on and I'm like, oh, I can't, you know, this doesn't look good on me or I'm talking to a friend or talking to my mom or, you know, I'm like trying something on in the dressing room and, you know, I have to be like like how I talk about my body and the things about it. Like after I had a baby and scouts like your tummy's big. I'm like, yeah, it is. Huh? I just got to carry Boone inside my belly. And now my belly is a little bit bigger. That's cool. Huh? My body is so strong. It can do so many things, you know, instead of just being like, oh yeah, yeah, I know it'll go down. It'll go back to normal. It's like, no, like, or just feeling like tons of shame. Like I was just yes. shaming my child. It was but being like, by oh my, my gosh. Yeah. yeah exactly. No, it's true. And yeah, it's because there was a human in there. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe it's because I was depressed. Like there's so many reasons yeah. that we gain weight. And there's going to be times where you exercise a ton. And there's going to be times when work and life at home is too stressful to exercise a ton. That's okay. We go through phases. Accept where you're at. I think we just have to be aware of that you know, internalized, quote unquote, fat phobia. And I don't mean that to be offensive in any ways by any way by using that language, but that's kind of what we are taught to internalize. Mm -hmm. And Jessica was talking to you a while ago about how, like, I was talking about the new Netflix movie Dumplin'. And if you guys haven't watched it, it's a really cute movie, but it's about a mom who is like a beauty queen and her daughter is overweight and her daughter decides to try out for this beauty pageant to just kind of prove to her mom that she can be accepted. And 
I was talking to you about how like that movie has a good message and you said, but the movies and shows that will have people who are overweight in it and not even make it a thing, those are the mm-hmm. movies that are going to change how society views yeah. people because mm-hmm. they don't even make it a thing because it's it doesn't need to be. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't have to yeah. do with somebody's worth. It doesn't need to be something that someone needs to prove themselves because mm-hmm. they're overweight or they have a different body type than is like, I'm thinking of the movie, the Duff, like yeah, where mm-hmm. the girl, you know, it's like she has to prove her worth because she's not in her mind, the prettiest girl. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's just, yeah. But that's why I love um, Gilmore girls. It's like the only example I can come up with of a character who is overweight and nothing is ever said about mm-hmm. her weight and she lives a happy, successful life. And I love mm-hmm. it. So Suki St. James, obviously mm-hmm. in Gilmore girls played by Melissa McCarthy. And it really is nice and freeing to realize that like you can have everything in the world and be every single size. Mm-hmm. It does not matter what size you are. You can do, you can be whatever you want. And that's great. Go for Mm -hmm. it. Go do what you want to do. You know, go live your life. Mm -hmm. And yeah, taking care of our body is part of life. But Mm -hmm. just because we take care of our body doesn't mean that we're going to look like Eva Mendez, right? Mm -hmm. We just aren't. And that's okay. But Eva Mendez taking care of her body is going to look like Eva Mendez. And that's great. Mm -hmm. I also love the idea of understanding our privilege, right? So if we're, if we have a body that holds on to more weight, we have to realize that that society is going to be harder on us and that's not fair. And so we have to really shore up our emotional selves, I guess, to be stronger because Mm -hmm. you're going to be going up against a lot more. But if you're someone who is just thin by nature and like when you exercise, the pounds come off and you feel great, wonderful, whatever, you have to realize that you have thin privilege and to you, use that to defend other people who don't have it, you know, because not everyone has that easy of a time with it, I guess. And society is going to look down on them, but not on you, even though maybe you guys did the same amount of work or Mm -hmm. maybe even they did more and you didn't do anything because you're just a thin person. Mm -hmm. Like we, it's really, it becomes our job to stand up for people and to make sure that we watch our language and that we watch how we speak about ourselves and, you know, all that kind of things. Because no matter where you're at, you have some responsibility to make sure that you aren't being fat phobic or, mm-hmm. or nose phobic or feet phobic, dark hair phobic. I think that we have a responsibility to accept everyone as they are always and to find something to love about them always. Mm -hmm. and that starts with finding things to love in yourself Mm -hmm. and it's always that well I can love them but I can't love myself we'll always turn that around Mm -hmm. and how you feel about other people try and apply that to yourself yeah and I think that come that you can start with that with your inner voice you know like work on making your inner voice kinder because even if you're not saying things out loud that are you know self-deprecating, that voice is still running inside of your mind. And so try really hard when you look in the mirror to see the good things, to see the things that you like, to see, accept every part of yourself. I don't have to like make excuses for how my body looks. 
I have mm-hmm. to just take pride in what it allows me to do and how strong and capable and independent it can make me feel. I think that's a perfect segue into our takeaways. So I think Taylor summed that up perfectly. Work on kind of that inner dialogue. And I know that can sound cheesy, like think positive thoughts, mm-hmm. but it it is real. Like that mm-hmm. is why, you know, therapists talk about that all the time because it is very much about our inner dialogue. And I think another takeaway would be look at what you're consuming. Mm-hmm. So when you are on social media or you are watching TV or movies, you know, is it uplifting to you? Is it making you feel positive things? Is it motivating? Being on social media when you're scrolling mm-hmm. through, you're following accounts that are just making you feel terrible. Are you a new mom who's looking at, you know, fitness accounts of new moms and they look like you want, you feel like you should look and it's making you feel terrible about yourself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. How are you in turn? Is it, oh, I'm looking at this account and I feel motivated to go out and exercise or is it, I'm looking at this account and I feel awful about myself and I'm going to stew in that. Yeah. Like what is that? underlying feeling do you Mm -hmm. feel better about yourself or worse Mm -hmm. and if it's worse unfollow yeah yeah it's just not worth it you don't need that kind of negativity in your life no and if you are on like a health journey right now and you're working out or you're you know watching what you eat just recognize what your motivation is like really try to define that for yourself you know like am i doing this because i want to feel better i love the way it makes me feel or or whatever, think about what's motivating you and strive to have it be something for you, you know, for you and not for other people and something that's nice and nice and healthy. Mm -hmm, Because people will love you no matter what. Yeah. You are lovable as you are right this second. Mm -hmm. You don't need to change. Well, thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you on the flippity flip. See you on the other Um, side. See you on that flippity flip. Thanks for joining us today. We want to create a community of inclusion where we can have conversations about topics that you need help with or have questions about. We want you to have a voice in this process, so please let us know what you want to hear about on future episodes. You can email us at thoughtspod at gmail.com. And if you search thoughtspod, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All original music is composed by Milan Vrijich from Valley of the Bears, and our logos are by Rick Thomas. Thanks for joining us. Bluebirds. Bluebirds. Well, today we are going to talk on this podcast called Thoughts on Thoughts. <laughs> Let me just start over. <laughs> Today we're going to be speaking to you through our podcast, (laughs) in case you didn't know.